0: You might have heard of a strategy called Roth conversions. So in today's show, we're gonna talk about what exactly a Roth conversion is and some ideas to think about before you pull the trigger.
1: We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Perak.
0: Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back.
1: Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor.
0: You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently
1: invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled
2: untangling your finances that is job number one from mo param mo param of cloud Vesters a fiduciary firm recommended nationally by dave ramsey i'm dave perkins uh less famous than dave ramsey How about that, Mo?
0: (laughs) In some people's eyes, in my eyes, you're more famous. Oh,
2: well, thank you. That was really nice of you to say. Now, (laughs) I'm sure he has more money than I do, too. (laughs) Better house, better car. Uh, (laughs) Okay, I have Dave Ramsey Envy. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we're, i get off on my tangents no, so we're going to talk about roth conversions mostly here and how That's this right. really could be the perfect storm opportunity and time for you to look at that hey, i guess maybe to start off with what's if you could break down the difference between a roth contribution and a roth conversion
0: sure Sure. So a Roth contribution is when you're making contributions to a Roth account, whether it's a Roth IRA, Roth 401k, uh, any type of Roth account, whenever you make a contribution to it, that's considered a Roth contribution. So you're making after tax contributions to these accounts. A Roth conversion, however, is different. What a conversion is, or Roth conversion is, is you're taking money assets that are already pre-taxed, right, tax-deferred. So like your your traditional 401k or your traditional IRA. You're taking these dollars, these assets, and now you're converting it. You're changing them to a Roth account. And so you're paying the taxes on the amount that you contribute. So if you, for example, if you have $100,000 in an IRA, and let's say you converted the entire 100000 Now that entire $100,000 is just no longer in a pre-tax account. It's in an after-tax account. It's in a Roth account.
2: Okay, so, make and, and we'll get to why this is a perfect storm opportunity. So you've got the money in the traditional IRA, let's say, and you convert a set amount to that. So what are you doing? How, how, how are the taxes paid then on the conversion?
0: So the taxes are paid the year you make the conversion. Okay. So this is to twenty twenty one, you converted fifty thousand of that hundred thousand. So now fifty thousand is converted to a Roth. So that fifty thousand that you've converted, you pay income tax on the fifty thousand. Okay. Because the fifty thousand is now considered was taxed as income to you in that given year. And
2: I yeah, mm. and you'll say, "Ooh, that hurts," but then down the road you could say, "Wow, I'm really glad I did that."
0: Right, right, and that's that's the that's the advantage of doing the Roth conversions or things that you want to consider. One of the things you want to consider is um, what is the long term impact of making these conversions, right? If you pay the taxes today have the money grow over time, was it better suited to pay the taxes today or better suited for you to wait and defer the taxes to later?
2: Right. And now here's something to seriously consider. We know the tax rates are extremely low now. I don't right. know. I mean, it's historically low. It is. And we feel pretty confident that they're going to go up. Right? That.
0: I, I would agree. Yes,
2: because what the tax rates we have now, and, and what came to, the sunset year for that is what twenty twenty six? Is that right? Uh, I believe twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, so yeah. we're we're, we're we got a little time. It. Yeah, a little time. And I guess and how safe are we politically from that becoming earlier?
0: Um. Well, you know, there's. You can't just write it. You can't just. You know, stroke a pen and change the tax. Rates. Right. 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 A little more uh, than that. OK, So a little more than that. So you'd have to have um, you know, enough enough support to to rip, to sunset it even earlier. Right. And, yeah,
2: you know, that takes a so lot of support. I mean, you, you, can, you have to avoid support. the filibuster in the Senate.
0: You know, to Right, do that. right. So, without having my crystal ball, and I hate that term, but I. You, but you don't in, even without have. having it? that crystal ball. Oh, okay. I don't even have one, right? So. Do you have a magic um, eight ball at least? Yeah, a magic eight ball. Okay. How about that? Without having my magic eight ball, my Ouija board, you know, talking to the spirits, uh, I'd, I'd say it's probably safe to say that for the most part, the federal income tax rate is probably safe for. For till 2025. Okay, until it sunsets. And then it's sunsets. who knows what. Then who knows, right? Especially with a lot mm-hmm. of the um, uh, stimulus and economic relief that has been passed over the last, you know, 14, 15 months. You know, that's that could change uh, what tax rates could be down the road.
2: Well, I mean, but but the, we feel pretty confident, yes, it, there's going to be some changes in this uh, this is it really is the time to act. So can now, I, and I know there's a window too as far as conversions because you don't want to, you can't do one whole sum at one time. So it's almost like you need to start now if you're looking at maybe a five year process.
0: Well, you can do the, an entire lump sum. Yeah, you just got to. You, you just have to pay the taxes. That's a lot of taxes. That's a lot of taxes you have to pay. So, <laughs> um, you know, the, the, one of the things we want to take a look at is, you know, do we have enough? Tax diversification in our overall plan, right? Okay. Because if you think about it, and this is easier for me to illustrate on, on a whiteboard, but if you if you think about it, if you invested in a IRA and a Roth IRA, same amounts, same investments, right? Mm-hmm. Same time frame. You same taxes. You're well not same taxes. Same rate you're paying. Mm-hmm. You'd end up with the exact same amount of money. 100 dollars a month for 20 years okay. going to an IRA, same investment, same time frame, will would generate the exact same amount in a Roth IRA. The difference is the taxes. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're paying, so it's it, the question is, do we when we start looking at our overall assets and determining whether we should do a Roth? contribution or really a Roth or even a Roth conversion is really, do we have tax diversification in our overall portfolio? Do we have a mix of taxable accounts, which is like your brokerage accounts where you're paying, you possibly could pay taxes on an annual basis. Do we have some pre-tax dollars like your traditional 401k or your traditional IRA, other tax deferred accounts? And do we have? Uh, and do we have in your Roth accounts, right? Because with without having that crystal ball, we're able to diversify our tax uh, status, not status, our tax bracket. It's right? mm-hmm. so almost like tax bracket management, if I'm it. But we're able to manage our tax brackets through different taxable, ve- different tax treatment vehicles, right? So one thing you want to consider is if we're going to if we're going to do a Roth conversion, one thing to consider is do I even ha- do I uh, am I diversified enough in my tax tax, my tax accounts for us to 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 see if a conversion makes sense? Yeah, I know you don't want to be a
2: pre-tax, but but sh- should you still be some pre-tax to have that diversification?
0: Yeah, it's it's the management, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I mean the diversification and 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 for let's say your 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 contributions to your 401k, for instance, or uh, we have clients uh, that that work in the federal government, so they have TSPs. Well, if they do Roth contributions for themselves, right? So my five percent, my ten percent, or whatever you're contributing to your uh, retirement accounts, they they may be doing that on a Roth basis. But any matches that your employer provides, that goes pre-tax, no matter what. Now, Secure Act 2.0, which is still working its way through legislation, um, one of the things um, that's being raised is whether uh, we can allow our employers to make Roth contributions on our, on our behalf, yeah. but as we stand right now, it's their contributions are pre-tax. So that's another way of doing a little tax diversification, right? Anything I put into my account, I'll I'll, I'll do that Roth, but my employer is going to put some pre-tax dollars. I
2: know I'll have their match account. that it goes in there. And you said, yeah, we talked about that with Secure Act 2.0, so it it actually, I, from what I rem- if memory
0: serves me correctly, it would allow employers to do that? It would allow employers to match, to, to, the Roth. To, to match the Roth on a Roth basis. Uh-huh. So literally, you, my account, whatever I put in, will go Roth, and my employer, if they match five percent, that will go Roth as well. So I will literally have a, I could possibly have a Roth 401k that's being funded both by myself and my employer. Well, we're talking about
2: Roth conversions, and there's more to come. And we'll touch a little bit on some other maybe perfect storm opportunities possibly related to that proposed Secure Act 2.0. It's proposed and working its way through Congress now as we record. So there's more to come on this. And I do want to mention that Mo is on assignment. So that's why he sounds a little bit differently, as we always say, the show must go on. Uh, I'm not even going to ask Mo where he is. <laughs> um, well, we could say, "Where's Mo?" Oh, oh, and by the way, I didn't forget. I mean, we just we didn't have time for prep on this, but at some point, we're going to do that. Um, pet peeve podcast, the pet peeves, yeah, yes. But we'll get to that. But there's more on Roth conversions coming up.
1: or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients, the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloudvestors. That's Cloudvestors.com.
2: Your finances untangled with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters. Mo Param, he does that. He untangles your finances. You come to him. He get it straight. He'll get it straight for you. Untangle it. It's like those Christmas lights you pull out every once a year from the attic, and you go, "Oh, I've got to untangle." I said I was going to do it differently when we took the tree down, but no, I just balled them up and uh so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's Joe uh, that that's, that's, that's one story isn't it yeah it, it really is it really is <laughs> but but you're untangling finances and it's that's a right. good thing and for and for people through all stages of their life and and we do look at strategies and your strategies do look ahead as we're doing in the podcast today and that's we're talking Roth conversions and we certainly are looking ahead with that because we're looking ahead to down the road you having some tax-free income so we We've looked at we're, we're looking at the whole process of Roth conversions, and I asked you earlier about um, the taxes they're due right up front, and they are considered as income, whatever you convert. Um, mm-hmm. So you could pay that, uh, just pay it like you would pay anything else, or can you can you pull what you pay from the IRA itself in taxes?
0: You can, right? So you uh, uh, we don't necessarily recommend that, uh-huh. but um, one of the things. Another thing you want to factor in if you're going to make a, if you're considering a conversion is how are you, how are we going to pay the taxes, mm-hmm. right? Because the taxes are due. So if we know that we have a tax liability of I'm just going to throw an arbitrary number out ten thousand dollars, right? Do mm-hmm. we have ten thousand dollars available to pay the taxes when it's due when we file the right. following year? Do we have ten thousand dollars available ready to go? If not, right, that's something that you may want to say to yourself, well, maybe I shouldn't be converting as much, right? Um, But you can actually take the taxes that you owe out from your IRA. But then you'd owe more taxes, though, wouldn't you? But But then you owe more taxes. Taxes on what you you took out to pay the tax. Exactly. (laughs) So that's why it's not that, you know, advantageous or we recommend you taking the taxes that you owe out from the IRA to pay the taxes, right? Uh-huh. Doesn't really make doesn't really make the most sense. So if you if take a look at your overall savings, your your checking, your you know, wherever you keep your liquid assets at, even it could be even even another investment account, right? Just things that just just not the actual IRA itself. Yeah. And if you have non-IRA money to pay the taxes. Then that's something to consider, So, and, and it could be a good idea. And
2: we've talked about good old Roth. Roth is a wonderful thing, and Senator William Roth of Delaware, the late Senator William Roth of Delaware, uh, really was the chief sponsor of the legislation that created the Roth. And um, just looking at the advantages of Roth, well, number one advantage, uh, the gains are tax-free. Later, I mean, you wait five years. Uh, But then your gains are tax free. The other thing, too, about a Roth is um, there are a couple of I mean, first off, if you pass away and leave Roth money, then Mm -hmm. according to the law, the from the secure act that is law, your heirs, non spousal would have have to liquidate in 10 years.
0: But it's tax free. Right. For them. Right. So there's another thing. That's huge. So for the legacy planning for the next generation. Uh, You know, we we see this a lot where, you know, kids, quote-unquote kids, are inheriting their parents' um, accounts. Well, these kids are probably 50, 55 Hmm. um, inheriting their parents' accounts. Well, guess where typically someone who's in their early 50s, mid-50s are? They're probably in their highest uh, earning years, right? right? Probably paying the most taxes they've been paying their entire life. Mm -hmm. So inheriting IRAs, 401ks from, like you mentioned, non-spouse, maybe your parents, you have 10 years to liquidate the account, and that's all taxable income to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, if you inherited a Roth, you still have 10 years, right? But that's all tax-free income. Nice. Very nice. Right? So that's pretty nice. So that's, that's something to leave behind for the next generation. So that's another thing to consider, Um the taxes on your estate or the taxes to your beneficiaries.
2: And to go back to uh, the original SECURE Act, raised the required minimum distribution age to 72. SECURE Act 2.0 proposes uh, raising it over a 10-year period, eventually up to 75. But with Roth, no RMDs necessary.
0: That's right. That's right. RMDs uh, are only for tax-deferred accounts. So uh, with Roth no RMDs, and the big thing about the, well, one of the things about the RMDs are, it's, it's still income, yeah. right? So, depending on how great you've done as uh, uh, the job you've done investing, you know, there's, a, there's a, a preconceived notion that some people have that when I retire or when I'm in my 70s, I'll be in a low tax environment. Well, if you've done a good job investing, and you have social security, you might have a pension depending on where you work. Maybe you have a few rental properties here and there. So that's generating rental income. And then all of a sudden you have to take a RMD of 40 grand every single year. Everything I just mentioned is all income.
2: All income.
0: Yeah. That's all income. But if you had, you know, a 401k that's that was a Roth 401k or Roth IRA. Then those distribute one there aren't there aren't any RMDs and so any type of distribution you take from those Roth accounts are all will be tax free no yeah. impact on your social security no right. impact on your Medicare premiums you know you just have a bucket of money that's all tax free for you. it's
2: not factored in the uh, the the provisional income provisional income right uh, that right. makes your social security subject to taxation there are all sorts of benefits to Roth. Senator yeah. William Roth, thank you. <laughs> there really are. I'm telling you, there, and and so all the more reason to look at it. So we we looked at the fact that, and you gave the example. If you've got hundred thousand in a traditional IRA, you convert fifty. You may not want to do all you know that big of a sum. I mean, here's the thing. Get with Mo. call, call him, uh, uh, go on the uh, CloudVestors website, cloudvestors.com, get in touch with Mo and say, really enjoy your podcast, very informational, very educational. I would like to look into doing Roth conversions. So you would look at their situation and make the best rec- fiduciary recommendations for them.
0: Yes, yes. As, financial, as fiduciary financial advisors, every recommendation we bring to the table has to be in the client's best interest. No cookie cutter approach. You know what's good for you may not get for beat and may not be what's best for the next Dave that comes into our office, right? So literally, it is a customized, personal financial plan, personal advice, personal direction that's suited for your needs, and it's living and breathing. So as your as your needs change, so will your financial plan change. So um, yeah, it's all it's all customized and tailored for the specific person and a specific family.
2: And since you're talking about cloud investors and we mentioned, uh, the website cloud is it pretty easy to navigate how to get in touch with you there on the yeah. website?
0: Yeah. Hit the contact us. Um, and what that means is you Fine. put your, you know, your name, your email,
2: just that's where
0: for first to reach you and, uh, we'll reach out to you. Got it. When somebody from my team will reach out and, uh, uh, by all means, that's the best way to to reach us, and um, yeah, we'll 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 fit you in.
2: I, I mean, I just did it. It was that easy. Cloudvestors.com. Uh, you've got the little uh, on the side on the left side there. You get to the contact. And yeah, you just enter your information and they get in touch with you. Email address, right. phone number, all that, cloudvestors.com. And it's it's all about wherever you are in your financial life. You may have just started your first job ever, and you're you're really think smartly, wisely thinking about your future. And you want to get some good fiduciary help in that. Wherever you are in life, you may be in the financial red zone heading to retirement. Get in touch with Mo and the team at Cloud Vesters. Mo, I'm going to let you get back to your assignment, and uh, <laughs> and that that was air quotes for those listening to the podcast. Assignment in air quotes. No, I'm kidding. He he's busy, busy, busy. And I'm getting uh, ready for Vegas. Getting ready for Vegas, uh, and, and and getting ready to get married. When is that?
0: Oh, uh, that is July 30th. Okay. July 30th. We got a little so time. So we've got here. a good few weeks. Got the birthday, my birthday next week. Happy birthday. Wedding Early. July 30th. Wedding July 30th. So we are uh we are we are all guns a blazing <laughs> here at the Param household. Honeymoon in Bora Bora. Oh, uh, you know what? We're still debating on that. We're uh, really? obviously. we going to go? Is that in the running? Uh, n- no. What's in the running? The running is, uh, was it? Oh gosh, I'm, I'm, she's gonna hate me. Mal, Maldives. <laughs> okay, yeah. Is it the Maldives Islands? Yeah. Something in that. And I, um, I think it's Maldives Island. I think that's what it's called. Yeah.
2: I so think it's in she, the runnings. She told me she canceled that out. It's Pigeon Forge,
0: Dollywood. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with Dollywood. I'd love to go to Dollywood. <laughs> listen, p- listen, me some pancakes, Dollywood, and some and some putt putt mini golf. I'll take my I'll take my weekend and uh, pigeon forge <laughs> anyway. You'll be happy. <laughs> All right, Mo. Well, uh, uh, great information
2: as always, and we'll get back together again next week, and y- you can do some more
0: untangling. That's right. That's right. As always, thanks, Dave, for joining me, and as always, y'all can like, subscribe, rate, share uh, this podcast with everyone you know, and stay with us on your finances untangled.
1: Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.